When I get my pre-snap reads, I'm looking at the defense, at the snap of the ball, it's like I black out. CCR 70, July 22nd, 2009. This edition of Cat Crave Radio is brought to you by FantasyCPR.com. The fantasy football season is here. Prepare to dominate your league at FantasyCPR.com. Welcome to Cat Crave Radio. There it is! There it is! A show by the fans and for the fans of the Carolina Panthers. You don't think I want the best? You better check your reference. Coming up in this episode, our trip through the blogosphere continues with a visit from David Searcy of PantherCoalition.com. Now, buckle your chin straps because it's time for kickoff. Here is your host for CCR, John White. Are you ready for some training camp? Welcome into another edition of Cat Crave Radio. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Today, the day we release the episode of our show, we are only 11 days from the start of the heat of Spartanburg and Wofford College. I don't know about you, but I can hardly contain my excitement. The team continues bringing their draft picks into the fold with contracts. Fifth-rounder Duke Robinson was signed to a four-year contract last week. The deal included a $171,590 signing bonus, according to a league source. His deal has a maximum value of $2.663 million if his fourth-year escalator clause is triggered. It also includes minimum base salaries of $310,000, $395,000, Four hundred eighty thousand and five hundred sixty-five thousand bucks. A little-known fact: Duke is the great nephew of singer Smokey Robinson. Now there was no word on whether the rookie cried tears of a clown when his contract was signed. This now leaves second-rounders Everett Brown and Sherrod Martin, as well as third-rounder Corey Irvin, as the team's only unsigned draft picks. While the team is preparing to head for training camp. A question has arisen about the Panthers' contract to keep their annual workouts at Wofford College. They've been holding their summer drills at the small southern school since the very first year of their existence in 1995. The original agreement was a 15-year contract with Jerry Richardson's alma mater, but this is the final year of the pact. Some talk in the press recently surrounds the belt-tightening of NFL clubs and how this might lead to the Panthers moving their camp to their regular practice facilities. Some concern has been brewing in Spartanburg, South Carolina. But it's the big white building in the middle of campus known as the Richardson Physical Activities Building that seems to ease the minds of those living there. They have to believe that as long as the building stands and remains with that name, so does the agreement to hold Panthers training camp in their city. As long as Panthers General Manager Marty Herney and Coach John Fox are running things in Charlotte, both are big fans of leaving home for a few weeks, the odds are they will continue to head down Interstate 85. And as long as the Panthers want to come, Wofford is waiting with open arms. Wofford Athletics Director Richard Johnson said last week he's spoken with Panthers officials about an extension of the contract, but admitted that it didn't matter when the next talks occurred. Now This is the final year of the contract, so if there's to be another training camp held at Wofford, another deal will have to be signed prior to next summer. At least for now, the 2009 Carolina Panthers training camp will be in Spartanburg, South Carolina. We'll be visiting with David Searcy of Panther Coalition as we make another stop in our trip around the blogosphere in just a moment. King Kong ain't got 
I'm John White. It's time once again for another Rant or Rave. This week with training camp just around the corner and because we all know that the NFL season will be here soon, we thought we would devote this space in the show to some random rants and raves. Maybe mostly rants. After all, the NFL season isn't just about what happens on the field anymore. It's a free-for-all of entertainment and a sideshow that would make Barnum and Bailey proud. We start with Denzel Washington giving counsel to Chad Johnson Ocho Cinco de Mayo. Denzel told him he needed to straighten up and stop fussing about stuff he has no control over. Chad says he listened and that he's expecting to have a great season after his conversation with the leading man. Now, only if Roger Goodell would hire Denzel as a player consultant, maybe things could run a little more smoothly. Looking for entertainment and sideshows? Hey, look no further than the Miami Dolphins. There have been some interesting partnerships formed in Miami since new majority owner Stephen Ross took over the reins. First, Jimmy Buffett and his Land Shark Beer became the corporate sponsor of what used to be known as Dolphin Stadium. Next, Gloria and Emilio Estefan, or Estefan, formerly of Conga fame, became minority owners of the team. And then most recently, Mark Anthony, you remember him, don't you? Best-selling salsa artist of all time and husband to Jennifer Lopez. Well, he bought a stake in the club. Sunday should be interesting, to say the least, in South Florida. The music may not be that good, but at least, well, the football might not be all that great either. Brett Favre has been working out lately. Or have you heard already? Just in case you haven't been paying attention, he's getting ready to make yet another unretirement announcement in Minneapolis to play for the Vikings. Where's he been working out? In Mississippi with high school players. Maybe this is more like a dress rehearsal for his next stop after retirement and unretirement. Detroit. TJ Hushmanzada says he's going to be boycotting the new Madden NFL game. The game had him rated at a 91 as a receiver, so he says he won't be playing the game until they correct his status. He said until they do him right, he ain't playing no more. That's right, TJ. You deserve more like an 83. They have you way overrated. It seems to me the only thing they have you underrated on is your ego score, which should be maxed out and then some. Until they get things right, you should just take your joystick and go home. And here's what I really love. We started with one megalomaniac wide receiver and end with two others. Maybe Denzel Washington should pay a visit to TJ Hoosier Mama and our final subject, Terrell Owens. Another story, just in case you missed it. VH1, due to a complete lack of anything else to put on their network, have seen fit to give him his own show, The T.O. Show. He's supposed to come off in real life like this crap isn't staged just like he is in public, buying $137,000 diamond earrings, hooking up with his real estate agent in his hot tub, and an unconfirmed report that he'll be lifting free weights in the driveway. I added that last one. He may even throw some unsuspecting co-worker under the proverbial bus while he's at it. Call this the low point of reality television if you want to. I call it the low point of entertainment and the utter height of ego. One more reason for us to Hate you, T.O., and why did VH1 decide to air this stupidity? My guess is that Flava Flav and his girl New Jersey, New York, or whatever state she's named after were just too busy and and just couldn't numb our minds anymore with more worthless reality drivel. It's all about the game? Please. These days, the NFL is all about the entertainment, if you call this entertainment. 
I'm John White, and that is this week's Rant or Rave. Don't leave us in the dark, Panthers fans. Send us your thoughts and comments to catcraveradio at gmail.com. Again, that's catcraveradio at gmail.com. CCR will return. Recently, I've had a hard time making the house payments. So when the phone started to ring, I didn't pick it up. Now I may lose my house, and I don't know what to do. If you're facing foreclosure, doing nothing only puts you deeper in the hole. Call 1-888-995-HOPE today. That's 1-888-995-4673. Because nothing is worse than doing nothing. A public service announcement brought to you by NeighborWorks, the ad council in this station. This is Chris Harris, and you listen to Cat Crave Radio. Joining us now is David Searcy. David is one of the writers over at PantherCoalition.com. David, thanks for joining us. No problem. I'm glad to be here. Okay, David, I'm starting off any of the Panthers bloggers that I talk to with the same question, and we can just get it out of the way early because we all know it's the topic that everybody has talked about all offseason, and that's Julius Peppers and his drama, the big drama queen. Um, what happened with him, the way he handled himself with this situation, did that change how you feel about him as a fan? It changed a little bit, but... um. I understand that these professional athletes, they got to make decisions what's best for them. And um, I don't think it was about the money like some people believe it was because, you know, from what everybody says, the Panthers often offered one heck of a contract last year, extension, and he wouldn't accept it. So, But it seems like they put it behind them. Um, I do believe that uh, if he has the potential to be the best defensive end in the NFL and – I don't know. I don't know if the three four would fit him. Um, everybody has an opinion on the three four whether he would his stock would rise as a three four outside linebacker. I can't. I can't say I, I agree with that. I think defensive end wise, at his size and his speed, he's great right where he's at. But that's just my opinion. Um, but I'm glad they uh, at least are in contract talks. Of course, that's dead until the off season next year. So. It changed a little bit, but he's still a Panther, so you have to kind of get behind him. And speaking of guys that, and this actually all kind of happened at one time. Um, there was the that big week when everybody's waiting around, hoping that you know Jordan Gross gets signed up to the big deal, and then we can put the tag on Julius Peppers. And all happening within about twenty-four or forty-eight hours, when they gave the big money to Jordan Gross. I mean. And since then, I mean, what are what are your thoughts on him and and that huge amount of money that they threw at him? I, personally, I love it. I know there's a lot of people that don't, but um, the offensive line is intact for the for this year. The same exact offensive line starters that we had last year, and they they're just dominant. I love it. I love the fact that we have Jordan Gross. Um, a lot of I thought I thought he personally he was going to Tampa Bay after the Arizona game, um, because I thought the Panthers would focus on signing Julius Peppers. They signed Chris Gambles. So when they signed Jordan Gross, that to me was just a huge relief. I don't even pay attention to the money they gave him because he is, in my opinion, a top three offensive tackle in the NFL. And talking of big money or big deals, new deals that have been handed out during the offseason, they go and throw some new money 
and quite a bit of time uh, at Jake DeLome. And here's a guy that, you know, I mean, he's, he's 34 years old. He's not getting any younger. We all know that. But do you think that the money that they they gave him and the length of the contract, is that too much time and too much money to invest in him? I'm going to say no to that because the the problem with the Panthers is the initial contract they gave Jake DeLong. That's what got him in this situation. He had an $11 million hit that was going to hit us in this cap if they didn't extend the contract. And with that kind of money, they would have took a major hit cutting them, and they, they couldn't trade the guy in his contract. So I think they did the right thing extending it because if I'm – um, if I'm correct, it's, uh, he's only going to count, what, $2 million this upcoming year for the cap and $2 million for the next. So, you know, kind of compare that to Donovan McNabb, who's counting up $25 million for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, plus, this current contract, if, if he doesn't get it done, at least they can move him. At the $11 million they were going to pay him, they were to take a major hit to cut him. If he doesn't get it, if, he, if personally, I'm a Jake DeLone fan. Uh, I, I hope I don't make any enemies off of this. The guy's full of heart. But um, the only thing I question about the contract, I don't question. The only thing I question is his arm strength. I wonder if the elbow surgery has taken some off. Because at one time, Jake DeLone threw one of the best deep balls in the league. And last year, it just didn't seem like his deep ball was there. I love the contract. If he doesn't get it done, if it just looks like he's not going to be here, they can move him next year after this season. So I'm willing to stick with him this year and see what happens. Well, there seems with Jake, you know, there always seems to be that kind of love or hate thing. And Panthers fans are either, you know, they they really love the guy um, and and love his leadership, or they seem to just really well. They're just not so in love with him at all, and they dislike the guy. And the same really could be said for John Fox and this is I guess the second question I'm repeating with with any of the the Panthers bloggers that I talked to and that's this John Fox and and I, I saw this thing the other day they're talking about on the NFL Network how John Fox had not had John Fox had not had back-to-back winning seasons with the team but no coach has here are you a believer in John Fox as a head coach yes I am 100% believer um I was worried that we'd lose him a few years back. We've had some disappointing seasons, but through the injuries and through all that we went through the last few years, we still, I think our worst season under Coach Fox was 7-9. and nine. I mean, there's, there's a lot of teams out there that would kill for just one of those seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big believer in Coach Fox. Um, I hope he stays here. I'd love to get. I'd love for them to get him a ring. He's got all. He's got just about all the tools in place to get it done. I just. I'm a big believer in Coach Fox. I love that he's the Carolina Panthers head coach. Well, we're bringing back everybody pretty much. You know, you, you have a couple of changes. Richard Marshall is one where he's replacing Ken Lucas, but almost every starter is coming back. Um, there's very little turnover with this team, but. If you had to change, if there was one thing you wanted to change with this team and the way they approach a game or a game plan, either on offense or on defense, what would you like to see? Well, I think the offense, I like the way we run our offense. Defensively, we play a lot of cover two. 
I like the cover too. I'm a big believer in the cover food, uh, the cover too. But I think we play it too much. Um, I, I think there was a stretch there the last three, three or four games of the season where it seemed like to me, I could be wrong, but it seemed like to me we quit blitzing the quarterback. Uh, Kurt Warner had all day to throw the ball at the Arizona game. And um, defensively, I'd changed some schemes. Player-wise, I'd like for the Panthers to find a shutdown corner. That I really think that would help them go over the top and be the elite team in the NFC. I don't think right now they are the elite team in the NFC, uh, but a shutdown corner would help on defense. Defensively, just killed me last year. All right, David. Now, we're, we're at that point. We've reached bottom line time. So, in your opinion... Tell me what you think Carolina's record will be this year, and how far do you think they'll go? I got them at eleven and five. I got them. Um, I got the Atlanta Falcons eleven and five. The Panthers, in my opinion, they split with Atlanta, and that's going to go down to the conference, uh, their division record to see who wins the NFC South. Um, if they don't, I, I see them getting a wild card. I'm just. I know I told you I love Jake DeLome. I just don't see him winning the Super Bowl with Jake DeLome at quarterback. I hope I'm wrong. I think that he is uh, hes going to be the one that hurts us come January. It's my opinion. I got to say, I, I kind of hope... I kind of hope you're wrong, and I'm sure most Panthers fans would hope you're wrong, but... And Jake, I'm sure, hopes you're wrong on that, on that one. But yeah. we'll definitely keep our eyes on it. I'm... I mean, of course, we're all pulling for them and everything, but, um, you know, it's always good to, to get some, you know, feedback from the fans that are out there, especially the guys that are that are writing about the team all the time. But, uh, David, before before we let you go, is it is it possible to ask you to stick around and join in with us on an installment of Boomer Bust? We'll do it. All right. Sure. We're talking to uh, David Searcy. David is one of the writers at Panther Coalition. We'll uh, have him with us. In just a moment for an edition of Boom or Bust. We know you love the Carolina Panthers, so we have more CCR right after this. The Fansided.com Sports Network. You play to win the game. Where diehard fans dish out nonstop news and views on their favorite teams. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Fandom has no off-season. So he sucks you guys right in. So consider yourself sucked. Neither do we. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown them. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Fansided.com, the number one pro sports blog network on the internet. It's time once again for the game that is sweeping the nation. It's time again for Boomer Bust. Joining us this week is David Searcy. David is with the PantherCoalition.com. David, are you ready to play the game? Yes, sir. Let's roll. All right. I'll throw you a name. You tell me boom or bust. We'll start with D'Angelo Williams. Boom. One of the biggest booms in the league, in my opinion. Top three running back. Panthers need to make sure they secure him with his next contract. He is a big-time boom. The Beast, John Beeson. Boom. Major boom. Top. I know you're probably getting old with me saying top three, but... (laughs) He's top three linebacker in the NFL. He's got speed. He's got skills. Uh, this is what I hear now. He has one of the top workout programs in the Panthers' locker room. He does not like to lose. 
John Beeson is a boom. How about this year's new starter, Richard Marshall? I've never been a big Richard Marshall guy, but I guess I have to be now because he is the star- starting opposite side of Gamble. Right now, I'm going to say bust. I think this team needs one more lockdown corner on the opposite side of Chris Gamble. I'm going to have to say bust on uh, Richard Marshall. Hopefully, I'm wrong. All right, the ageless wonder, Mr. Masin Muhammad. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, you look at the Panthers' record with them. You look at the Panthers' record without them. Look how they run the ball with them, and look how they ran the ball without them. Uh, he does not get enough credit. I would give him another two years. I know people think I'm crazy. I would let him play this year and give him another two years, unless Jarrett comes out flying like he's supposed to. Mr. Muhammad is a boom. All right, how about the rookie, Everett Brown? Boom, I love the trade. It was the best thing that could have happened to Carolina on draft days. I think he's going to be a star. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year. But I think in time he will be a star, and hopefully he'll be a star at Carolina. The original Panther, John Casey. Oh, wow, you got me on that one. I'm going to say boom, although there was two kicks last year that killed me. He shouldn't have been kicking the game-winning field goals in those games. Both of them went to overtime. He's just consistent. I'm going to say boom on John Casey. And I know we talked about him earlier, but Jake DeLome. I'm going to give him a bust right now. I think that this team is one quarterback away from being one of the best offenses in the league. Probably the best offense in the league. I don't see how you said earlier people hate the guy. You can't hate the guy. I don't hate the guy. I mean, he wasn't drafted in the league. Look what he's done. He's won 50 football games. When you have a team with the talent that this team has, they're right there on the edge of of taking it all. I just don't think Drake Malone's the guy to get them there. I'm going to say bust on that. How about Julius Peppers? I'm going to give him a boom. I know he's pissed a lot of people off. I'm glad they didn't get the extension signed because this is a contract year for Julius. Athletically, I'm going to give him a boom. Maybe mentally, he might be on a little bit of a bust side. But hopefully, he won't bust in uh, 09 because this is a contract year. All right, how about any of the Panthers' tight ends? I don't know if anybody's going to agree with this. I'm going to give Gary Barnage a boom. I think that he has potential. I've seen him play a few times in college. I don't know what happened last year with him, uh, why he couldn't get into the many of the ball games except on special teams. This year, Jeff King is a free agent. I believe in my heart that um, Rosario and Barnage is going to compete for the future tight ends. The only boom I'm going to give is Gary Barnage. Jeff King is a great blocker, but we're playing a division that's got a lot of good tight ends, and it'd be great to have one go down the field and catch some balls, and I think Gary Barnage would do that for the Panthers. Hopefully in preseason, we'll get to see what he can do. Here's an obvious one. Steve Smith. Definitely a boom. He's going into this year, in my opinion, as an MVP candidate. Even though they run the ball so well, he doesn't get enough credit for blocking. I think he blocks just as good as Hines Ward when the ball's uh, being run to him. If you watch some tape, he's a heck of a blocker. He's not going to miss any games this year due to suspension. He is a boom. He's definitely a boom. David, we really appreciate you taking some time to not only play the game with us, but also to talk a little Panthers football this week. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, anybody out there wants to read some stuff, they should go to isportsweb.com or panthercoalition.com and check it out. Thanks again, David. Thank you. If you have questions or comments, you can send them to us at catcraveradio at gmail.com. 
Again, that's catcraveradio at gmail.com. Back to more CCR. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, John White. You know, fantasy football is here. Leagues are beginning to form and drafts are already taking place. Are you ready? You know, even if you think you are, you can still get last-minute advice and player information at FantasyCPR.com. Get ready to dominate your league at FantasyCPR.com. Earlier this week, a man we Panthers fans love to hate, Michael Vick, became a free man after serving a 23-month federal sentence for dogfighting. And as we all expected, the debate began loudly across all the sports networks regarding whether or not Vic should be reinstated by Roger Goodell. Let's go back and take a listen to just a few of them, shall we? Talking head number one is Jay Glazer of Fox Sports. Michael Vick, what will his future be and would I take him on my team? Folks, in a heartbeat. First of all, he's paid his dues to society. As long as he has shown some remorse, I have no problem with not being above the law. But let me tell you this, folks. We all sit there and go, we wouldn't want want him on our team. A, with the Wildcat, and B, with the dearth of backup quarterbacks in the NFL. I would take Michael Vick in a second on my team. He gives defenses still. He'll give them fits as a running back or a running quarterback in the Wildcat offense. Wildcat's probably the best thing that ever happened to Michael Vick and his chances of signing with somebody. But you remember this, folks. A couple of years ago, John Fox of the Carolina Panthers actually re-signed Father Time himself, Vinny Testaverde. That's how hard it is to get a good, bona fide number two quarterback in the National Football League. You don't think Michael Vick, who's been to the NFC Championship game, can be at least serviceable for somebody's backup in a heartbeat? I go after Michael Vick. I put him on my team. He's not a bad locker room guy. He just has really no presence whatsoever inside a locker room. But I'll sit him down. I need Michael to start working. One of the problems he had when he was with the Atlanta Falcons, if he had to be there at 9 o'clock in the morning, he was there at 8.59. If work got out at 4 o'clock, he was gone at 4.01. He needs to put the work in. He needs to resurrect his image. But more so, he needs to resurrect his work ethic. Next up in the Michael Vick talking head parade is a pair of guys working for ESPN. In this clip, Chris Carter and Tim Hasselbeck speak their minds. Well, I think Roger's in a very, very tough spot, but I think if you look at what Michael Vick has already lost as far as his overall success, his overall fame, um, his name, his credibility, and then also losing his freedom for that period of time, I think that is more than would fit the penalty for the crime. So Michael Vick, time has served, should be playing football this summer. Tim, what about you? Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, I think that Roger Goodell probably take his time in terms of meeting with Michael Vick, but when he meet, meets Michael Vick, and if Michael Vick will at least show some remorse, maybe even apologize for lying to he and, and Arthur Blank, I think at that point it's time to let Michael Vick back into the NFL and see if any teams are interested. And we saved this one for last. We had to. Here's a soundbite from NFL Network, including thoughts from... Michael Irvin explaining things as only Michael Irvin can, along with Marshall Falk. Well, I think the commission is in a unique situation right here. A lot of mouths to feed because Peter wants their piece of the meat. They want to know that did you seriously <laughs> look at Mike Vick and is he seriously remorseful? But the most important thing I think that the commissioner has to be careful of because he set the standard with the conduct policy, respect the shield and respect the law. The respect the law. And the justice system has spoken with Michael Vick. They've said, and they've spoken severely, 23 months. So they're saying, now, if you come out and suspend him more, 
Does it look like a little hypocrisy here that maybe the commissioner doesn't respect the law? Because this is a different situation. So Let him go go to camp. Allow him to go into camp. Allow him to work right, on Marshall. his craft. So but to con conditionally reinstate him. Yes, but you are still under review. We have not cleared you to play a game because he, you've done 18 months in Levensburg. I mean, no. let, let's be honest. The guy, should not, the guy should not steal right now to this day be held uh, to anything more. He's done his time. Well, this is likely not going to drag out very long. Commissioner Goodell said just this week that he should be making a decision on Vic's reinstatement sometime in the near future. I want to thank David Searcy for joining us this week. Check out his contributions on the Carolina Panthers at PantherCoalition.com. I should also mention this week that at least one of our technical issues has been resolved. You can now find us on iTunes. Thanks to the help of Joe Dexter of FantasyCPR.com and Zach Best of Fansided.com. Because of them, our feed is now up and running. Be sure to subscribe to our show, and please, we ain't too proud to beg. Leave us some rating and comment love over on iTunes, please. I'm John White. Thanks again for listening. We hope to be back inside of your listening device next week with another edition of Cat Crave Radio. <laughs> In a world dominated by media giants and conglomerates, there is a little show that dares to reach for greatness. And we promise to keep reaching as long as there's someone listening. Never fear, CCR will return. Your Panthers crew will return in one week with another assault on the World Wide Web. All material, copyright 2009, Cat Crave Radio. Stand and cheer for the Panthers in our grand old day. Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina for a Panther.